How can you reach your health and fitness goals without feeling overwhelmed or defeated? I learned things the hard way when I started my journey almost a decade ago. Now I run an online business dedicated to helping women avoid all of the mistakes I made along the way. In this podcast, I share the lessons I've learned in my own journey and in helping hundreds of women through theirs. If you want real results and an approach that is sustainable for, well, real life, then the Fit to Live podcast with your host, me, Sydney Tollett, is going to be your new best friend. I'll see you inside. Hi guys, welcome back to the Fit to Live podcast. So this episode is actually for the coaches. So I know that I have a lot of you guys who listen to this podcast who you're either a coach now or maybe it's a goal of yours or something that you've thought about that you want to be. And so I really want to start throwing in some episodes for you guys too, because obviously I have a lot of years of experience coaching people, building my business, all of that. I'm thinking about like one episode a month in 2024, kind of geared towards coaching. So I'm really excited about that. Um, If you are a coach or like an aspiring coach and you're listening, I would love to connect on Instagram just so I can kind of get a gauge on how many I actually have and maybe even hear some things that you would want to hear me talk about. But yeah, definitely connect with me on Instagram. You can just obviously send me a DM. But today we are going to just be talking about becoming a better coach. And I'm going to go over five things that I changed in 2023 that helped me to get my clients better results. I have had some really great transformations this year and I have continually year after year just grown as a coach and I am always planning on continuing to learn and grow as a coach, but I want to talk about five specific things from this past year that I do think really kind of leveled up my ability to help clients get better results. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Definitely excited about this one. All right, so the first thing that I changed or implemented is I focused this year a lot on giving very frequent reminders to my clients of their short-term and long-term goals that we had laid out. And then also within that, what metrics we should really be focusing on so that me and the client were staying on the same page. So I feel like whenever I very first started coaching, this was something where I would kind of lay that out at the beginning, like, hey, here's what you came to me for. So that's your long-term goal. And like, here's what I want to focus on first. So that's kind of like the short-term goal. And really, I never, I guess I wasn't really reminding people of that. And what I've learned over the years is that that is very, very important to kind of have as a a pretty frequent reminder because you have to think about it. Your clients see so much content every day, like from the time that they might check in with you to the next time that they check in, like they've seen so many other 
maybe even coaches talking about stuff, even just seeing other people's journeys. Maybe they hear about what their friends are doing. So you have to keep in mind, like they're going to get distracted and it's your job to keep them on track and keep their head in the right place. It's also really important just to keep them focusing on what is the most important in the current phase that you guys might be working through together. So like, what are the most important actions at that time? Like what things do they need to be checking off on a day-to-day basis? And that's going to get them to that goal because yeah, we can set outcomes and we can have these goals, but we need to be setting those action-based goals for them as well. And then also keeping them focused on like what metrics we're looking at for progress in the current phase. So what are the most important things at the time? Because that's another thing that your clients will get a little bit distracted on. Because again, I mean, they're going to be seeing other people's journeys, their friends' journeys. Even you might be posting some of your client journeys, right, on your social media and maybe they're not in the same phase. So it's really important even like with metrics, So for example, one client, maybe in the current phase, what you guys are looking for as a measure of progress is more so like progressions in the gym, energy levels. Um, And then maybe for another client, one of the more important metrics at the time is the scale, you know, depending on what the phase is, but it's really important to keep people focused and reminding them of those things. And One thing that I've really, really worked on this year is just honestly probably saying it even more than I need to and just not giving my clients time to like wonder what the current phase is, what the current goal is. And so just keeping them um, focused on the game plan and frequently reminding them of kind of that short-term goal, long-term goal and what metrics are the most important right now. And you will be able to tell too if somebody is like, you know, kind of getting distracted or kind of losing focus or whatever. And obviously, you know, that's whenever you can have even longer conversations about it. But I find even if I don't notice that happening, it's just a frequent reminder that I like to give. So that is number one. And that has been huge. I think that it's just really helped, honestly, my clients' mindsets and the ability to to actually create that long-term transformation and get people really, really bought in with that because we need that trust. We need that buy-in or what's going to happen is somebody's going to stay on for, you know, just a few months and then they're going to just go back to what they were doing. But whenever we can really get that buy-in and keep that long-term vision held for them, that's going to be super, super helpful and actually getting them to that long-term transformation because we all know it doesn't happen overnight, but we have to have the ability to coach someone to actually get there and coach them through those times when they want to go back to the quick fixes and things like that. So that is number one. The second thing that I have changed a lot um, this past year is having just more honesty with clients and not just trying to make people feel good in that moment. Because I heard, was it, I think it was maybe a podcast where I heard somebody talking about how tough love is basically just honesty and how like truly, you know, without honesty, we're really doing people a disservice. And I had to work on this so much, just being more upfront with clients because 
I'm naturally, I'm a very empathetic person. I'm a very forgiving person. I like people to feel good. And honestly, I like people to like me. Um, and I like people to have the right perception of me. Um, and that's something I'm working on just in general in life, first of all. But I really had to work on it with this because if clients have a goal, it is our job as a coach to not only set up the expectations like, hey, this is your goal. Like this is this is the expectation and this is what is going to be required to get to that goal. And then to actually hold them accountable to that. So I had to start having just more honest conversations because me trying to like beat around the bush was truly just doing a disservice to the client and not helping anyone. And I I thought it was coming from a good place, but it was coming from an insecurity of my own of like, oh, they're not going to like me. They're going to leave me. Um, But at the end of the day, like they hired me, they hired you for a reason. And I do think that I think that empathy is super important in coaching. I absolutely do because there's a way to go about an honest conversation that's still empathetic. And there's also a way to empathize and adjust things when we truly need to. Like you have to know the difference. And I think adaptability is also important as a coach. Like people's lives can get crazy sometimes and, you know, we have to be adaptable. But at the same time, if we aren't setting the bar and holding the boundaries, then like, who's going to do that? Like, that's our role as the coach. And sometimes, sometimes you may have that honest conversation. And honestly, more often than not, I actually get people who really appreciate it. And, you know, there's going to be a few times when maybe people don't like it. And again, we have to um, find the balance here because there's a, I would say there's a, a right way to go about this. And then there is a way where it can just be like, we don't want to be mean <laughs> um, and have like zero understanding for somebody and not try to put ourselves in their shoes at all. But at the same time, we don't want to enable people with their excuses and like all of these other things as well. And sometimes it's even like reframing a conversation of like, okay, well, hey, in order for us to get to the goal that you said, this is what needs to be done. So like if if you're not, like if this isn't what you are kind of willing to give me right now, like maybe we do adjust the current focus or like whatever. So there's definitely 100% a fine balance. Like my clients know I'm also very big on like, hey, tell me what's going on so that if we need to actually adapt some things, we can. But at the same time, you know, if I keep seeing poor adherence, poor adherence, poor adherence, and then I get the question of why am I not seeing progress? Like that has to be an honest conversation. So more honesty with clients and really, really working on just knowing that it's actually helpful for people for me to have those conversations. And it's okay if it is okay if something, you know, if there is that case where somebody, maybe they just aren't actually ready to make the change and trying not to take that as personally because I can make little adjustments and I can try to make the plan, try a new approach with people. But at the end of the day, like somebody has to be ready to change. And that was a huge thing for me to remember that it's not, not always on me. So that is number two. And then the third thing is that Over this past year, I've really worked on improving my ability to just help my clients actually help them like practically reduce their stress 
rather than just simply giving kind of the general advice of like, hey, let's lower stress, you know, like your stress is really high this week. Let's lower that. And I've really worked this year to improve my abilities to like actually dig in and see like, okay, let me not say, hey, let's lower stress. Let me actually dig in and help them with things that are going to lower stress. Now I've always been big on like, you know, making sure our programming is like an appropriate volume that we're not overtraining, making sure diet quality is in a good spot, focusing on sleep, all of that. But those are kind of like the baselines, but even things like, okay, what about, so if somebody, for example, is not getting good sleep or their diet quality isn't where we want it, instead of me just saying, hey, get more sleep, hey, improve diet quality, it's like digging deeper into that and actually helping them get that set up. And so that may sound kind of obvious, but I do think sometimes it can be easy especially if you're somebody who's been in this for a long time, like when you say those things, you know everything that it entails. If somebody tells you, hey, we need to like really, you know, work on your sleep this week, like you've kind of been slacking, you probably know what things you need to put back in place. But a lot of people don't and that's why they're working with us. And so just remember that. So I think, yeah, for me it was also too, just like with helping people, I'll just give some practical examples. Um, of how I help people with this, but I would say digging deeper into like different mindsets surrounding food and just their fitness journey as a whole. And so whenever I notice like comments being made or a lot of guilt around um, maybe like a meal out or like making sure that I'm really, really talking through those things and getting to like their root beliefs and really helping them shift those. Um, and just as the journey as a whole, which kind of goes back to you keeping that expectation in the right place and keeping them on track and focus that can help a lot with their stress as well. And then helping people with scheduling and planning. So everybody's going to look a bit, a little bit different here. And this is why it's so important to actually like get to know your client and their life. Because if you can help somebody actually with like their planning that fits into their life. So not just like a general advice that you would give on like an Instagram post, but it's like, hey, what time did they have to wake up? Because if you're telling them to get an outdoor walk in the sun in the morning, but they literally are already in an office and it was still dark outside, like that's not going to (laughs) work. So really understanding their schedule and you have to be like, we have to be thinkers, right? Like we have to help clients with what they have to work with and helping them with that scheduling and planning. And that may be even like looking at their week and being like helping them see where a workout could fit where some walks could fit, where meal prep could fit. Um, Those kinds of things can definitely be super, super helpful for helping them reduce stress, even like getting them to pre-track their food, things like that. And if they're new to tracking, walking them through what that looks like. So going the extra mile for clients on these things really does make all the difference because we can say, hey, lower stress all we want. But like if we're not actually helping them execute that, like there's only so much that that's going to happen. Now, when it comes to different, like, you know, big life stressors going on, like you also want to stay in your scope. Like you can't just be like their therapist and everything for everything they have going on, but you can help them with what's in your scope to help them with. Um, and I find once you do that, they're actually able to better deal with a lot of other stuff going on as well. Um, let's see what other points do I have on this one. So being creative on my end for how we can get the job done in a way that best 
best fits their life. Again, I have to, as a coach and just us as coaches, we have to be able to see like, okay, how many days of training do I have to work with? Like those kinds of things obviously are important because we may have like this ideal protocol that we want to give them, but we have to be creative and be adaptable with that for how, how are we really going to fit this into their life and what things may need to be adjusted a little bit. And then also another big, big thing for helping people keep their, at least kind of like the mental side of, of stress lower in regards to the plan is I really have made a big focus this past year on getting my back end way more organized. And so like the client notes that I have on people each week are really organized and it allows me to help keep them focused on kind of what are the key drivers right now? What are the key actions we need to be taking? What are those main progress measures that we're looking at? And it really prevents a lot of like random stuff from getting in the mix that just makes them overwhelmed. So like in my notes, I may have like some extra comments and stuff that like I don't necessarily say to them. And I think that's been really helpful, making sure that I keep them (laughs) focused on the right things. Even if I maybe am thinking about something else in the back end, they don't really need to know that right now. Because if you say it to them, then it's going to be in their head. And so keep that in mind and keep your back end organized so that you know what to be hitting on each week with them. And maybe what to circle back to eventually when they have the bandwidth for it. And I think just in general, this is kind of a final little sub point of this. Staying more calm on my end has been extremely helpful. Um, and just taking a step away if I need to before I send a check-in. Because sometimes like, I mean, if you've, if you've been coaching for any amount of time, you know like you can get check-ins that can be a lot. And... Um, sometimes you have a lot of stress coming from the client end. Maybe they, especially if they're brand new and this is like a fully new approach and maybe they're so used to crash dieting and all of this stuff and they're looking for the scale to be dropping every single week, um, or you, you know, a whole mix of things. And so sometimes if you ever feel like if you read over a check-in and you're about to send it back and you're feeling really flustered and anxious and stressed or like, kind of just emotional in general, because sometimes it's like, again, we want people to perceive us like how we, like, we want them to know, like, I have your best interest in mind. I truly care. And so sometimes whenever we get a check-in where people are maybe feeling a little discouraged, unhappy, or they're, you know, thinking about, oh my gosh, like, can we cut yet? Whatever, whatever it is, it can be really easy to take that personally. Um, And so what can be super helpful is just take a step away and don't send a check-in in in that headspace. Like your client needs you to be level-headed in their check-in. So if you read through something and it's just a lot, take some notes, organize the notes into what's going to be the most important things to touch on, take a step away, and then come back to it. Because it's really, really important that you stay level-headed because if you seem stressed on a check-in, that's just not gonna help anything. So I think staying calm on your end and also like we don't wanna get defensive because again, like they have emotions, clients have emotions and like what if they, what if it was just like a really bad week and they had poor body image and then their friends talking about this diet that they're doing and then they saw you post a client of yours who just got great results on a cut. like. We have to also understand that like sometimes their check-in may come off as a little bit more emotional and you can't let that 
then have you do the same thing back, right? And so that's been huge is being able to stay calm on my end and not take things too personal and just kind of get organized with like, okay, what is this person going through right now in their head that caused them to react this way in a check-in? And now how can I actually best help them? Like, what can I get them focused back in on? What can I encourage them with, um, et cetera? So that's been really helpful for me. Um, it's something that I still honestly am working on uh, because it's, it is a hard balance. I mean, we're working with people and we are people. And so it's kind of finding, um, finding really how to, how to help manage people's emotions as well, which it's like, Hey, that's not what I signed up for with coaching, but then it ends up being such an important part of it. Um, okay. So that's number three. I feel like on a lot of these, I could do long episodes and now I'm just realizing that I feel like these episodes are going to be so fun. I didn't know I would have so much to say. All right. So the fourth thing that I changed in 2023 that helped to get my clients better results was I switched over to doing video feedback for check-ins. So I've always done like audio check-ins in the past, which I actually, I mean, I love audio check-ins too, but I switched over to video feedback and I just think that it adds a really good personal touch And I think it's been really helpful for clients to be able to like see me pointing out things. So like if I have any of their documents pulled up or I'm reviewing a forum video or a food diary or anything like that, or maybe I'm talking through like, hey, this is where your fiber was at. And now I'm going to pull up your food diary and kind of show you what we can work on, whatever. Like, I think it's so helpful for them to be able to see that while I'm talking through it and just to see me because then they can see like when I'm saying certain things, they can also see facial expressions and just like body signals and things like that, which I think has been very helpful. And to be honest, for me, one thing that it's helped me a lot with is getting my notes more organized before I start recording, um, which helps honestly me and the client. (laughs) So yeah, video feedback is something that I switched to. Do I think that this is something where it's like, oh, your clients aren't going to get good results if you don't do video feedback? No, I don't think so. But I have loved it. It's definitely, I would say, I mean, kind of levels up the coaching experience, if you will. I think it kind of makes makes you stand out. Now, a lot of people are switching to that. So like, I mean, I'm sure at some point most people will, but either way, like no one is you. So it's still you on camera. And I think that it adds a really good personal touch. And yeah, it's just been so helpful again, just to be able to actually point things out on video and do form reviews and go through food diaries and just like things like that. So that's number four. And then the fifth thing that I did throughout 2023, and to be honest, this took me, I don't know if it should have taken me the whole year, but this took me like so long to do, but I revamped like all of my client resources. And I think the reason that it took so long is because I basically ended up doing it twice because I like revamped them at first. And then I kind of like did it again because I still wasn't perfectly happy with it. But what I did was I cut out, I had a lot of like extra stuff in there and it was information that I loved because I'm such a nerd and I love just, I love deep diving on topics, right? And I loved it, but it was too much for them and it was unnecessary. And so as much as I was like, oh, I don't want to take this out. This is such good information. I went through and I took some stuff out because again, 
we cannot like what we say like they're hiring you so they look up to you and so whatever you talk about in your resources like that's super important to them right and so you want to kind of make sure that the things that you're hitting on are like really really important things for them now my resources are still pretty in depth and pretty lengthy but like I did take out quite a bit um and now I make sure to have like disclaimers on certain sections like I have a section on nutrient timing and I'm like hey if you don't even know how to hit your protein yet, please ignore this section. <laughs> so I did cut out a lot of the extra and then I played around with a mix of video and written resources until I kind of found what worked best for my clients and kind of how I determined that was how much it was being utilized. So if I had something in video format and I just feel like I could not get people to actually watch it, like I moved it over to written. But then there was a few videos that I found that I don't know why, people seemed to watch way easier when I sent them. So I personally have a mix, but I played around with that. Um, and I think it'll look different for each coach, just kind of based on the type of clients that you work with. But I just try to find what worked best for my clients. Like what are they actually going to utilize the most and what's going to be the most convenient for them to digest this information? Because that's, that's why we're making it. So you want to be sure that they're actually going to utilize it. And I think also too, I just really spent the time to make sure that things were thorough and specific to things that I could like refer them back to. And I just took a lot of time on certain sections where like maybe it's a question that I feel like I'm answering all the time and it's like a pretty in-depth topic, just making sure that I go ahead and put those in there. And a couple of the sections that I wrote out in my handbooks, like they did take me quite a while to put together but that one time like effort up front to be able to send people there like just ongoing has been super super helpful um so yeah revamping my client resources i think has been really helpful and just gives them a better better things to reference to and obviously i'm always helping them i'm always educating them but it it is really helpful whenever you can create that um experience for your clients as well so those were five things in 2023 that I truly do think helped me get my clients better results. And I am just always, always looking to grow as a coach. Um, and so I'm really excited to just continue to implement some some new things even in 2024 that I'm going to be working on. But if any coaches are listening, if this was helpful and you got value out of this, I would seriously love to hear from you because this is my first time ever doing an episode towards coaches. And so any feedback would actually be amazing and I'd love to meet you as well. But yeah, that's going to be it for this episode. And this is actually my last episode of the whole year, which is crazy. So I guess the next time that we chat will be in 2024. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. And I will talk to you in the next one.